Aloha and welcome to this special edition of Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. Conversations is sponsored by HealthMasterySystems.com, Holistic Products for Body, Mind, and Soul, and PurePlantEssentials.com, Organic Aromatherapy. Please visit these websites today. Be sure to visit the iTunes store and subscribe for the complete lineup of shows on Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. In this series of conversations, listeners will have an opportunity to learn about the shamanic mysteries of Egypt from one of the world's most renowned teachers on the subject. My conversations with shamanic teacher and healer, Nikki Scully, will also help prepare those who are joining us for this November shamanic journey to Egypt. Nikki Scully has been teaching healing, shamanic arts, and the Egyptian mysteries since 1983. She is a lineage holder in the Hermetic tradition of Thoth, her teacher and mentor. With Thoth, she developed alchemical healing, a comprehensive healing form that is practiced by thousands of practitioners internationally. In the late 80s, Nikki founded Shamanic Journeys and continues to guide inner journeys and spiritual pilgrimages to Egypt and other sacred sites. Nikki lives in Eugene, Oregon, where she maintains a healing and shamanic consulting practice. Nikki's most recent books are The Anubis Oracle, A Journey into the Shamanic Mysteries of Egypt, Book and Card Deck, and Shamanic Mysteries of Egypt, Awakening the Healing Power of the Heart. Both were co-authored with Linda Starwolf and illustrated by Chris Walter. Nikki is also the author of Alchemical Healing, a guide to spiritual, physical, transformational medicine, and Power Animal Meditations, Shamanic Journeys with Your Spirit Allies. To learn more about Nikki and her work as a shamanic practitioner and teacher, or to learn about and register for our upcoming Shamanic Journey to Egypt this November 6th, to 21 2009 please visit shamanicjourneys.com that's shamanicjourneys.com or call toll free 1-800-937-2991 in this special series of conversations to enlighten and heal we will be journeying with our intrepid teacher and guide Nikki into the shamanic mysteries of ancient Egypt please welcome to the show my very special guest Nikki Scully Welcome to the show, Nikki. I love that you're joining us to share your vast practical wisdom and experience in the shamanic mysteries and healing arts. Well, thank you for your warm welcome and introduction. I'm uh, wonderfully happy to be here mm-hmm. and really excited about the upcoming tour. Wonderful. So tell us, what are the shamanic mysteries of Egypt, Nikki? Well, if I told you, they wouldn't be a mystery now, would they? <laughs> What I can say is that um, Egypt is one of the ancient portals into uh, the mysteries that help us to remember our divinity mm-hmm. and to for anyone who goes to Egypt that opportunity is accessible. Mm -hmm. What we do in our journeys that makes it special, because I've been traveling to Egypt since 1978, because I've taken nearly 40 tours there, each time I go, I seem to be able to plumb the depths just a little bit deeper into fathoming, fathoming 
some of the mysteries or at least getting a an understanding of what we're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. when we're there and the um the coalescence of all that attention over these past uh 30 years came together when Linda Starwolf and I brought out the Shamanic Mysteries of Egypt and the Anubis Oracle in that there are now maps that people can use to find their way into these mysteries even without going to Egypt Mm -hmm. um, and be able to become whole again. I guess... I guess one another thing I could say about these mysteries is if you look at the mythology of Egypt and the specifically the Isis Osiris myth that is the basis of uh our mm, journey into these mysteries we see that when Isis's husband was murdered by their brother and it's a long story, but I want to focus on this particular part of it. The second time, uh, after she conceived Horus, uh, through the tantric mysteries that she learned from Thoth, uh, when he was murdered the second time, he was cut into 14 pieces, and those pieces were scattered across Egypt. Mm-hmm. And the work of the mysteries is about death, illumination, regeneration, and rebirth. Mm -hmm. And what we do, as Isis did with uh, uh, Anubis and her sister Nephthys, is travel Egypt, going to find those pieces of Osiris to put him back together Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. make him whole again. Mm -hmm. And so when we go to Egypt, we go from temple to temple and monument to monument to find those uh, fragmented parts of our own soul Mm -hmm. and remember Mm -hmm. ourselves through these temple mysteries. Mm -hmm. And through the process of the alchemical process of initiation. Absolutely. At each site we go into ritual and connect directly with the intended source of each of the places where we go and mm-hmm. are given the teachings that are appropriate to the moment mm-hmm. in that in our own journey of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very beautifully put and very clear. So what is Inner Egypt, Nikki? Well, Inner Egypt is the landscape that appears for us when we focus our psychic attention, our third eye, our open heart, and all the inner perceptibilities on our quest. Mm -hmm. And the inner landscape that develops and expresses itself is, is the land of the Netaru, Mm-hmm. Now, the word Neturu is the plural for the gods of Egypt as the principles of nature, mm-hmm. our spiritual family. Mm-hmm. 
and they the word itself comes from the Egyptian netter into the Coptic nature and ultimately the English nature. Mm -hmm. And so the family of Netteru is actually those principles of nature Mm -hmm. that are expressed as the gods of Egypt. Mm did I answer your question? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was beautifully put. So, um, many cultures and tra- traditions have used oracular devices. What is the purpose of an oracle, Nikki? And could you tell us something about your Anubis oracle card deck? Uh, yes, I'd love to. Um, oracular devices have been employed throughout history and prehistory in order to connect to the divine source or field of intelligence that surrounds and permeates this universe. And uh, we just, as humans, happen to have become so dense that many of us have sort of lost confidence in our ability to do that. Mm -hmm. But it is a natural right, and it's inherent, even if it hasn't been supported for generations or maybe even hundreds of years because uh, most of our lines were cut uh, in terms of of, mm, supporting our intuition. Although many of us have natural um, abilities and proclivities, Mm -hmm. oftentimes in our youth those are dashed by our parents by being told, oh, it's only your imagination or you Mm -hmm. can't know that and so you tend to squelch it. So these oracular tools are there to bring back that innate right to the transparency of the universe. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the Anubis Oracle has been brought to us by the opener of the way, Anubis, mm-hmm. Anpu, the, the uh, jackal-headed god that was the son of Osiris and Nephthys, mm-hmm. and who has spent uh, many millennia in the underworld uh, learning the ways and can teach us and show us all the ways that lead from the darkness back into yeah. the light. Yeah. So he has drawn the Netaru in, into a um, major arcana of principles that uh, we interact with and relate to, each of whom assists us in coming to know ourselves better and mm-hmm. to find our way home, so to yes, speak, yes, back to our yes, true divinity. Yes. And a lot of that is through developing our oracular sight. Yes, by just meditating with these cards will mm-hmm. help. Oh, yes. That has been my... your oracular sight. Yes. Yes. Um, but that has definitely been my experience from the first moment when I encountered the Anubis Oracle, um, I felt compelled to deepen rather quickly in my journey to inner Egypt. I mean, it just resonated so clearly for me. So, and it, 
it doesn't matter whether you think you have the site or know you have the site or know you don't have the site or at least mm-hmm. think you don't have the site. What happens here is you're introduced to this family of principles that mm, some see as external beings, some uh, feel that they're actually a part of themselves, some say they exist within the uh, field of intelligence that uh, surrounds and moves through us, Mm -hmm. regardless if you work with these energies and these principles, you will gain a tremendous understanding of yourself and your relationship to the great ancestors that dreamed this reality into being mm-hmm. and are still accessible to us to help oh, yes. guide us and teach us. Oh, yes. And I, what I have already experienced more deeply than I ever have is the profound love and support that's available to us. Oh, absolutely. Yes, it's incredible. (laughs) It's just incredible on how gentle they are with us, really. We're the ones who are harsh with ourselves. (laughs) Oh, that's That's so true. That's what I've experienced is like, oh, wow, it's just just so beautiful. So... um, uh, you also say that in Shamanic Mysteries of Egypt that, and I think it's related to what you were just talking about, is that we are shamanic beings. Well, we, we have the capacity to walk between the worlds, mm-hmm. to communicate between the worlds with, uh, and be fed with intelligence that we might perceive as outside ourselves. The, the we become rather dense over time. And so breathing practices and any practices that help us develop our inner sight or expand our consciousness mm-hmm. will allow more space between the molecules of our being mm-hmm. through which this uh, field this spirit can pass Mm -hmm. and feed and nourish us. Mm -hmm. And so the rites of passage in Shamanic Mysteries of Egypt are designed to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Just as we started, just before you spoke, when you said, okay, let's take a deep breath together, I I drew two cards. Mm -hmm. And I also placed Anubis at the top Mm -hmm. so that um, I would, you know, just sort of as a way of directing us to tell people what they might expect from this journey that we're doing together in mm-hmm. November. Mm-hmm. And Anubis, of course, is the overseer. He's the one who, in this card, is seen standing in the moonlight offering the golden key of life mm-hmm. while Thoth as the serpent uh, is wound around the tree, and the the the, the initiate, the the listener, the traveler is flying down as the dove to offer the olive branch mm-hmm. in uh, in honor of this possibility of these mysteries, and in, in, with respect toward asking to enter the mysteries. Mm-hmm. And then the next, the card I drew was number seventeen, Sothis. Mm-hmm. Which oh, I love in, that card. In uh, Tarot would be the star card. Mm-hmm. 
and here we call it star consciousness, generosity, mm-hmm. bodhisattva. Mm-hmm. And how I interpret that card in relationship to this trip and the possibilities is that it says that all of us are ready now to take all that we've learned and all that's come to us all of our life experience and to be lifted by uh, these rights and this opportunity to be in the frequency of Egypt Mm -hmm. and her pantheon and become the stars that we are Mm -hmm. and shine our light back on to the world by giving back to the world that which we've learned digested and are ready to return by our example mm-hmm. and our teaching. Oh, so beautiful. So illumination, that's what I'm feeling. There's this a feeling of illumination. And, and it's just a feeling of being, this trip being overseen and protected mm-hmm. by the star nation. Mm-hmm. Um, this star, Sothis, is actually Isis great earth mama goddess Mm -hmm. in her star form Mm -hmm. and it is the blue star Sirius Mm -hmm. which is also the dog star which is associated with Anubis Mm -hmm. so and and, I mean there's just it's so rich Mm -hmm. the lore around all of these cards Mm -hmm. beautiful symmetry and then as I went to put the cards down I had them face up and realized that Knum, number four, mm-hmm. the master craftsman, creator of form and organizing principle, mm-hmm. very much wants to come forward as a major energy for this tour that we're setting up. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that heals and reforms our physical bodies yes. and our physical surroundings. Yes. That's very powerful. It's pretty <laughs> exciting. And so you have wow. earth and sky in perfect balance here. Mm-hmm. And the keys to learning to stand in that intersection point mm-hmm. between earth and sky mm-hmm. in our rightful place as lightning rods for spirit mm-hmm. and expressions of the divine dream that's mm-hmm. been held for us and that we're preparing to bring into its full potential. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're gearing up for as we move toward 2012 and the great paradigm mm-hmm. shift mm-hmm. that is possible. Mm-hmm. That we're in. That we're, that, we're in. in. that we're in. And 2009 is an 11-master year. It's a portal year. It's a gateway year. You know, those two, the ones, mm. you know. Well, we'll be there at 11 And we'll be we'll there, and which sure is my birthday. <laughs> really? Well, we'll have to do something <laughs> extraordinary. Have you, have you looked at the itinerary to see where we are on that day? You know, I, I've looked at the itinerary, but I didn't really focus I on that day. I believe so. that we'll either be at Knum's Temple or at Isis's oh Temple. Oh, my. I'm, I, I really have to figure it out, yeah. but I will make sure that something profound is offered at that oh. at that point. Yes, well, I think, that, you know, profound things are happening through us, <laughs> no doubt about that. 
that. I'm just I'm just showing up. Me too. Ready to take the <laughs> ready to take yes. the journey. Yes, saying yes to the journey. Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> <laughs> So do you have any um you have the Anubis Oracle that people can uh, uh try for free. You, they can do a free online reading, right? At the Anubis Oracle anubisoracle.com wonderful is Mm -hmm. our website and it will you can ask it a question and I'll shuffle the cards for you you can pick the cards it will interpret the reading and then you're going to love it so much you're going to run to our Hathor's Mirror site and order one (laughs) <laughs> Which well, I did. <laughs> I love your cards. I've used, uh, I tell you, they are the most powerful, clear. I was so impressed with your Anubis Oracle cards. So, well, we've and I've used them for over 35 years, and it's my favorite deck. And oh, I'm my just, goodness, thank you. I just, I can't rave enough about the Anubis Oracle cards. Everybody well, has to go you. buy a deck and, and have the experience. And we've only just given you the tiniest taste because it's not just a major arcana. It's a. It also includes the uh, the heads of suits and these eight composite cards that Mm -hmm. reflect the rights, the shamanic rights that you're actually engaged in in your life right now, Mm -hmm. and how to bring them to a deeper level in your spiritual Mm -hmm. world. So I hope this is a, been yeah, a good. It's a piece. wonderful. It is a wonderful <laughs> mirror. It is a wonderful mirror, mirror for seeing your soul. What the stage of initiation your soul is at. So, so um, do you have any suggestions for how people can use the Anubis Oracle? For you know, can they use it at, uh, for creating a healing ritual? Um, are there any you particular card spreads you recommend? Or well. I think that um, there are eight card spreads in the oracle, uh, plus those of you that come with the kind of experience that you do can use your own uh, spreads to use it. It's it's really a matter of, of making relationships with the principles that are expressed in the mm-hmm. cards, and mm-hmm. they are so gorgeously illustrated that there it's just a joy to work with. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure some of your listeners mm-hmm. are familiar with Chris Walder's uh work in the goddess uh tarot and the lovers tarot and mm-hmm. you know, she's a uh uh an award winning illustrator who's just done a magnificent job of uh oh, so expressing rich. our vision. It is so rich. It is so rich. It really is. Do you have any stories about the Anubis Oracle deck you'd like to share with us before we close, Nikki? I've been getting a tremendous amount of response from the website. People have an opportunity to just make make, you know, comments, but we don't harvest any emails, so I can't respond to them. And the people are just having an incredible experience with them. We just the Nubus Oracle just came out in September. Mm-hmm. We just got the the website up, and there's been over ten thousand readings. Wow! With very few announcements. Wow! So uh, I'm just excited about how it's working, and I'm also excited about how it's working in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Because everybody who comes with us, it's like the 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 
text, the maps that are given in the Anubis Oracle and in Shamanic Mysteries of Egypt mm-hmm. are used as a springboard yes. in Egypt. Yes. Um, the Wonderful preparation, no doubt about it. And then those people who have worked with them before they get to Egypt will find they go a bit deeper, deeper. in Egypt. Yes. And even if you go with another group and can't come with us, um, having these resources to help you know where you are and what yes. you can do is is really valuable. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's it's wonderful what you've put together for people for for these doing these inner journeys uh, to Egypt. So, all right, to learn more about Nikki and her work as a shamanic practitioner and teacher, or to learn about and register for our upcoming shamanic journey to Egypt this November 6 to 21, 2009, please visit shamanicjourneys.com. That's shamanicjourneys.com, or call the office at toll free 1-800-987. No, 937. One eight hundred nine three seven two nine nine one. Have a beautiful day, everyone. A warm mahalo. Thanks for joining us. Join us next time when we uh, uh, do, do more work in the shamanic mysteries with Nikki. Thanks again, Nikki. I love having you share your wisdom about the shamanic mysteries of Egypt with us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it. Look forward to the next one.